the bottom line bombs on the sports gambling podcast, also known as the NFL contest picks. I believe network is presented by WinBet. bet a hundred dollars at WinBet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sports gambling podcast.com backslash win bet. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. Always go to the win. That is my bookie. Says best customer service announced. Anyway, let's start it off. Bottom line bombs hit the theme song. Here we go. Week two. It was. Let me start my clock anyway. Welcome. I am CJ Sullivan too. NFL week two for the bottom line bombs circa million pick contest. Pick five games each week against the spread. One survivor contest as well. That's over with already for the bloodbath that was week one. We'll still might as well start off with that. A lot of people got knocked out of survival. We said it was going to be a tough week one. Everyone said it was going to be a tough week one. Not just we as the collective we. I'm only I'm sitting here by myself. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of teams lost. Baltimore was the only safe play. We had the Tennessee Titans. Who lost to the New York Giants? I knew it was gonna hit. <sighs> we'll get into it. I won't get into it right now. What the fuck? I mean, a lot of teams lost. A lot of big ones. The Colts lost. They tied. I'm sorry. Lovey Smith <laughs> went for the tie in overtime. Hilarious. But let's go with these Titans. Oh man. We wound up buying a thousand dollar hat, as they say, for the circuit contest. Thousand dollars survivor contest. You get a free. You get a hat. We're already out week one. Shout out to. Paulie and Howard of uh, follow the money. He likes saying a thousand dollar hat. Oh, he's great. Always watching dog videos on his show and they give out bets. Look at this guy. Love him. Oh, look at you kidding me? Oh, the owner. Anyway. <laughs> today he said something. Today he said turtles are a loyal group. Look at this. Turtle. Turtles are a loyal group. You know, they support each other. On your back? Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. I've been there for it. Flip you over. Anyway, look at this guy. <laughs> kidding me? Anyway, back to the bottom line bombs. The survivor picked Tennessee Titans, lost to the New York Giants. Of course they did because they're the fucking Titans. And I even said, if Daniel Jones beats me, I'll so be it. He didn't even beat me. Mike Vrabel beat us. That was the thing. Derrick Henry didn't have the best day. So what? Third and one, they're doing end arounds to whatever friggin' scat slot receiver. Just give the ball to Derrick Henry on third and one. You're up seven. You get a first down. The game's over. People don't, they're so scared. People don't tackle him by his, he's got braids. He's the only guy who's got braids dreads hanging out that they don't, that no one else in the league even touches and tries to tackle him by out of respect. It's how intimidating Derrick Henry is, but that's not even a point. Then they get down, they get down to kick a field goal out of bounds with 18 seconds ago. And Vrabel calls a timeout. The guy's out of bounds. All you have to do is give the ball to Henry again. Then call your timeout and you set up an easy field goal. Instead, they call a timeout, and then they want to shift it. They want to center the uh, ball to kick it. They have Tannehill run backwards in three yards and almost break his back to make the field goal worse, make it 48 yards, which he misses by one yard, which he could have used. Oh, my God. Daniel Jones tried to lose the game. Tennessee fumbles a punt. Tennessee fumbles a punt at 20. And then Jones throws a pick in the end zone. Jones tried. Daniel Jones did his part. Saquon Barkley was a problem. Well, we'll admit that. Uh, I know. Whatever. 
They all, all the teams lost every single one of them, except for Baltimore, unless you had uh, like Cincinnati lost, Denver lost, San Francisco lost Colts tied. That's why like 80% of these survivor pools were all taken. If, unless you took, maybe if you took uh, Philadelphia or allow Philadelphia, but these people who took like fucking Miami or Minnesota go to hell. There's a dumb pick. I don't care if it won. That's dumb. You're very dumb. I can't even get into it. I just didn't do it. And our bombs also didn't do too great either. <laughs> we went two and three, which is not ideal. Usually I do the bit. That's how the picks come. I see where the joke is in the game and then the picks come from it. And I usually flip it around. See, that's why I should have done the fucking the bit with a survivor, which I told, I gave out how I liked Baltimore because Harbaugh is such an asshole that if there's a 9-11 tribute, which there was in New York for the Jets game, Harbaugh is such an asshole, he would want to ruin it or uh, bomb it, if you will. Fly his plane through it. And he did. And he's such a, just comes from a long line of assholes. Anyway, our bombs went two and three. Philly got backdoored. Oh, that was my favorite play in real life, too. But that meant Carolina. Carolina, Carolina, we lost. I'll take Carolina as a loss. Philly should have absolutely covered, but I can't complain too much because the line's backdoor covered because we also had Washington who should not have covered, but they did. But Carson Wentz did exactly what I said. What did he say he was going to do? A Tim Wakefield performance where you just, you just can't watch it because he threw a couple of picks. Like, good God, get this thing out of here. Like Tim Wakefield, once he gives up a home run, and you, if you see it, you can't get it out of your mind. You're like, oh, good Lord, get him out of baseball. But meanwhile, he's a good pitcher. He's like 18 and 8. Carson Wentz, his, he's a good quarterback. He puts up numbers. You just can't watch him. If you watch him, you're going to hate him forever. Anyway, he got he got the cover for us. He got one of our two fucking wins. And Philly, and I knew that we were fading the hard knocks of the Detroit Lions with their grit. And that's what grit does. Grit backdoors covers. Congratulations, Dan Campbell. Quoting Metallica. Not even good Metallica. New Metallica. Like St. James Metallica. And they got fucking, they got poor rookies out there. Camera trying to nod along like they give a shit. They just know they're going to be on TV. Uh, Minnesota, we hit. That one pretty easy. Then the Cowboys. Oh, Lord have mercy. That was fun, though. I don't care. Watching the Cowboys lose is always great. It doesn't matter if we had money on them. If we picked them as a bomb. All is right in the world. When the Cowboys get humiliated on TV like that. The only problem is now, now with Dak Prescott. I kind of feel bad. I feel bad for Dak. Almost. Almost feel bad for him. Um, But now we have to watch more Cowboys on national TV with fucking Cooper Rush. Good Lord. That's going to be a nightmare. You know what's one of my favorite things happened with the uh, with the Carolina game? I was giving out minus two, I believe, even though it went off at Pickham, but I gave it out as a bomb as minus two, so that's the line I have to go with. So when they took the lead by one, that was the worst thing because there's nothing worse in gambling when your team wins and not covers. Like, fuck, what's the point? So now you're just, I love rooting for an outright loss for a team when you, you're to concede. You can't win the bet, so you might as well lose. Have the decency to lose the game. And Carolina did. So at least I give Baker Mayfield and the Panthers credit for allowing Cleveland to kick a 56-yard field goal. A lot of teams could, could kick field goals. Not Tennessee. Not Randy Bullock. <sighs> this is not a way to start week two for the bottom line bombs. I am CJ Sullivan. Um, follow me at Instagram <laughs> CJ Sullivan was taken with a lot of underscores in there. Let's take a break before we get into week two because, uh, oh man.
I have a lot to get into, and I need to clear my head already. Seven minutes into the fucking show, and I got to clear my head. This is good. How many weeks this season is? 18, 20, buys now? Kid, Thanksgiving, Christmas, am I here at Thanksgiving? Sports Gambling Podcast Network, do you have the doors open? Because I don't have any family, like I said last time. They all died or left me. Anyway, let's go to a break. We'll be right back after this great Twitter handle. Back after this. Thinking of joining WinBet? Now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day when you get 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Plus, WinBet has their own same-game parlay feature. Just a click of the game. You like to select your build-your-own-bet and start building a monster parlay. Who doesn't love building monster parlays in games? People love showing. That's the new fantasy football team roster. They love showing your in-game parlay just so you can get creative with it. Nothing can go wrong there. Parlay's always hit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash winbet so they know we sent you because we got to get paid too. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer is subject to change, of course. So terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older present in the state. Present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, Call 1-800-522-4700. You got to laugh at that one. Because if you do have a gambling problem, which you probably do, if you're listening to the Sports Gambling Podcast Network and you're listening to me, who went two and three and lost Survivor Week One, go ahead and uh, DM me on my Instagram, CJ Sullivan was taken, and I will talk you out of quitting gambling. <laughs> this is good. I'm, I'm off to a good start here. I'm, I'm, the, I'm a great ad reader. Elias Sports Bureau. Football fans, NFL regular season is finally here. Week two kicks off. Get ready to place your bets, lock in your fantasy team. You're going to need to check out the Elias Game Plan app, the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion the NFL, NBA, MLB. That has everything you need to get a competitive advantage. Elias Game Plan, it's the only sports app from the most trusted name in sports stats, the Elias Sports Bureau. You know the Elias Sports Bureau. They always uh, firing off the stats. Anytime you need a stat, you go to the Elias Sports Bureau. ESPN, those fucking mops. They want to, <laughs> the word fucking mops come out during ad reads on the uh, bigger networks. Maybe that's why I'm here. I can't even stop myself. Elias Sports Bureau is the official statisticians, statisticians of the U.S. Sports Pro Leagues, including the NFL. The app lets you access team and player stats, head-to-head team comparisons, and Elias key insights in a renowned research team. The app really is your one-stop shop. For player news and league-validated player stats and team records, expert game analysis for betting, fantasy lineups each week, show off your superior knowledge to your friends and coworkers. Who who doesn't like that person who shows off their superior knowledge to your friends and coworkers? What do you have, the Elias Sports app over there? How do you know all so many stats? Well, actually, I do. I have the Elias Sports app. Are you impressed by my superior knowledge of sports? No. No, we're not. We're impressed that you think this is a thing that people like in public. How did you even find us? We, this is a work function, and we specifically try to avoid you. Anyway, new features are available all the time, like player injury analysis and player impact reports, which can be huge when it comes to betting and fantasy tournaments. You know that. Player injury analysis. Then the NFL, man, it's happening every fucking day. You need these sports uh, app to keep you updated on all that. 
hammies, leggies, 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 baby mama dramas. It's all Neil and I sports came out. The insights helped me through my game strategy. Back to my numbers. Oh, you know what stats do in these numbers? That's why you need Elias Sports Bureau. And it, it, you don't impress people with your uh, sports knowledge, but it backs your bullshit up. You say any bullshit, and then you'll, you can find a stat that'll back up your whatever your claim is. That's what stats are for. You, if you look, there's a stat for everything. So just find the one that fits your nonsense, and then uh, you can run your mouth all you want. That's all we're looking for, right? Just more ability to run our mouths. So don't wait. The NFL season's here. Download the Elias Game Plan app today. That's E-L-I-A-S. And right now, I have a special offer when you subscribe. 14-day free trial off a monthly subscription plan. But only if you use my promo code of SGPN. Find the Elias Sports Game Plan app in the App Store and Play Store today and use my promo code SGPN. Finally, Fubo TV. If you watch football, you need Fubo TV. You know about Fubo TV? It gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone, plus games of 4K, no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sports entertainment for a frick fraction of the price of cable. Watching all your devices, never miss a game, an episode, your favorite show, with the included cloud-based DVR. There's no contract, no commitment, cancel anytime. Right now, you can try Fubo TV free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com backslash SGB. That's F-U-B-O-T-V dot com slash S-G-P. It's a lot better than some of those streams I've used to watch football games, which I do not recommend. I My, my computer is still fucked up from watching this stream I for the Roy Jones-Mike Tyson fight. That was worth it. That sham of a fight. I had some awful crack stream. Literally, it's called crack streams. And, uh, yeah, my computer hasn't been right since. So go ahead and get Fubo TV and don't mess up your computer. All right, here we are. Let's get back to the bottom line bombs. And we got five more coming up through the bits, through the bits and bats. And let's see what we got here. Um, we went through the survivor. That's over with. Let's just move on. New slate. Here we go. Welcome back. CJ Sullivan. We're going we're gonna to go through it because we are up against it already. I already, I already feel myself going long. We just started the show because I can't stop myself. My thread of consciousness, stream, stream of consciousness, thread of consciousness. What? I'll say this as I'm getting older and I am getting older. We're all getting older. It's about death. I feel a lot of more moments where I'm in a conversation and I can't think of the word I want to say. And I feel it as I'm saying it. And I feel the eyes <clears throat> like I'll be telling a story, whatever it is. And I'm like, as I'm like, well, you better, you better come up with it soon. This, it, the, the words coming up in the sentence. Now I could really use it to hammer home this point. And it's just blank. And then they start realizing that I don't know. And they're not helping me out. Cause they don't know what I'm talking about. Cause it's kind of like this where I'm just going on anywhere. Anyway, let's get back to the games. I remember that word. <sighs> San Francisco 49ers. We're going to be doing a lot. This is, when it comes to week two, we got a theme going here. There's a lot of big spreads that should, teams should not have big spreads. You would think. And a lot of value. Value. I don't know when people throw those words out there. You know, teams that were down, looked bad in week one, and they shouldn't be. So you kind of got value in the line. Or teams that look good in week one, and they're going to come back down to earth. And these two are right here. San Francisco playing Seattle. A rivalry. Divisional game. 
<clears throat> Niners supposed to be a Super Bowl team. Seattle supposed to be one of the worst teams. What happened? Seattle won, beat Denver. Good for them. Monday night, they won their Super Bowl. They're terrible, by the way. Seattle is terrible. This is a this is a play on San Francisco. San Francisco is a little injured right now, so I don't feel that's the only thing holding us back for this being the ultimate Irish car bomb detonation game of the week. But I still like them enough. Seattle is terrible. I mean, they are so bad. And for them to win that game is, I love it. I love that they won that game because they might think they're good. But they, this is such a letdown game for them. They had their Russell Wilson game. They had Geno Smith. You're chanting Geno Smith. You're chanting for Geno Smith. That's how angry you are at Russell Wilson. The F- Seattle fans were booing Russell Wilson all Monday night. I mean, I'm sorry, the Philly fans were. Anytime someone boos, they must be Philly fans, according to... National media. They love it. Oh, only Philly fans. But let me tell you something. Yeah, Philly fans are bad. We get it. We know. I'm one of them. We admit it. But so is everyone else. All the fans are fucking bad. You know what it is? People like to look down on Philly fans like like, like a like fat people like to look down on fatter people. Instead of uh, building them up. They, they just want to sh- everyone wants to shame someone else. Like even though they get abused. So like, oh, look, but at least I'm not this person. So that's that's what Philly fans are. We take we take it from everyone else. Well, at least we're not these guys. So they must have booed. So, so Seattle must have flew in Philadelphia fans to boo Russell Wilson. Because why else would they boo Russell Wilson? He gave you a Super Bowl. I love when the media tells fans they shouldn't boo, too. He did so much for you. You shouldn't boo him. He, you know, he doesn't know. Fuck you. Don't tell me I can't boo someone. Make $38,000 a year. I, I can, I'm going to go boo someone, all right? Life sucks. I have Geno Smith as my quarterback. I'm going to boo. It's raining all the time. We're the 12th man. That includes booing. <laughs> Geno Smith, by the way, this is another part of why we're fading the fucking Seahawks and going with the Niners. Minus eight and a half, by the way, is the line, which is a big, big line for a team that did not look good. But I'm doing it because of Geno Smith. Geno Smith had a, I mean, good for him. Glad he got the win. Yeah, I, you know, I don't root for Geno Smith, but whatever. I don't, I don't, I have nothing against Geno Smith. He had a fun line after the game because he was, uh, he was, you know, he was peacocking it as well as he should have. He, he deserves it. He got the win. Even though they luck box into that, we'll get into that um, when we get to Denver. Because they wrote, he, he said a quote, he, he did one of my favorite things where he said a quote that sounds badass until you actually dissect what it means. And they're like, well, that doesn't make any sense. He goes, yeah, a lot of people wrote me off, but I didn't write back. Mic drop. That was like a mic drop. Yeah. Everyone like quoted that. You hear that? They wrote me off, but I didn't write back. Okay. That's great. I mean, I, I, when I heard that, I'm like, fuck yeah, Geno Smith. Tell him. Then I started, uh, then you analyze the sentence. Like, wait, what, that, that makes no sense whatsoever. They wrote you off. But you don't, you're not supposed to write back. That's a whole thing of writing you off. They didn't want to hear from you. Right. You didn't write back. Right. You're irrelevant. That's what, like, that's what that means. Of course, you didn't write back. I know what you're trying to say. You don't, you didn't listen to the, to the haters, if you will, uh, also known as employers in your world. So Gina Smith, uh, they had his game. He, you know, he had a first half. Pete Carroll does no absolute justice. Pete Carroll, I, I think, is one of the most overrated coaches of all time. Nine Eleven truther. One of the most interesting things about him. Um, but then Denver, of course, fumbled twice in the end zone. They should have. That's not even the point. The point is they had their fucking Super Bowl, and now they got to go play the Niners, an angry Niners team that just lost. In Chicago, uh, to a terrible Bears team, but you can't and take that with a grain of salt. They out, they they played really well in the first half. Trey Lance, uh, 
Didn't look great, but it was in a fucking monsoon in Chicago. And it's it's fine it was raining in Chicago, but that field, it's Soldier Field, is so bad. Chicago, if you don't know, is the only stadium or field in the country and in the league where the grounds crew, the park, it's the tra- is not owned by the league or the team or the Bears. It's by the parks and rec of like Chicago, like Illinois, runs how Soldier Field is uh, treated. So like the Bears, like everything's a city job, like over there. Like ah, that's out of my jurisdiction. Sorry, your end zone's flooded. Dad, talk to uh, talk to Tommy. Tommy handles that. He talk. He handles all the end zones. I can only go as far as the forty yard line. Sorry, Bears. We got a concert. We got uh, two white crew playing after Summerfest. So that was a brilliant, brilliant Chicago accent. Um, so that game was just a mess, and the, it was fun to watch. Aesthetically pleasing. I liked it. I liked, had the Bears. I'm glad they won. Uh, they're not a good football team. We'll get into that later. Uh, the Niners. Um, they were just a mess in that second half. Their conditions were bad. Trey Lance was bad. Uh, Mike Martz will tell you that. Mike Martz, by the way, we're gonna get him. he's been so funny. The ex Rams coach, offensive genius. Now he's on Sports Talk. I, mean, I love when these coaches go into Sports Talk and like I know Mike Leach is here. Mike Leach is great in the Sports Gaming Podcast Network. And they just do these hot takes. They don't really know how to do hot takes. So they just fucking just eviscerate people. <laughs> <laughs> he's eviscerated Trey Lance and Justin Fields. Like, oh, he's terrible. I don't like one thing he does. He can't throw the ball. He can't hand it off. He can't tie his shoes. He puts the toilet paper on upside down. Uh, what else does Trey Lance do wrong? He uh, <laughs> he doesn't pre-rinse the dishes before he puts them in the dishwasher. He lets he doesn't let them soak, so it's, it's still on there and it gets dried up. He uh, he stands up when the plane lands and gets in the aisle and thinks he's going to bum rush the aisle like it's a Travis Scott concert or something. Where are you going? Sit down. We got twenty more minutes before we deboard. I don't think Trey Lance is that bad. Is what I'm trying to say. It's a fun Travis Scott joke. You always get that in when you can. Um. And Shanahan's a much better coach than Pete Carroll, like I said, a dumb Hermosa Beach 9-11 truther. Uh, we're going to take the San Francisco 49ers, minus 8.5, to get right, bounce back, and roll Seattle, who just had their Monday Night Football Super Bowl. Maybe one of the only three games they're going to win all year was against uh, Denver under those circumstances. And Geno Smith, we're writing you off. No need to write back. San Francisco 49ers are our first bottom line bomb of the week. Yes, that was great. All right, we're going to be back after this. That was the first bomb. We got four more bombs to go, including that Denver Bronco game, team I just mentioned, and uh, a few other words, and the Chicago Bears will also be involved. But we'll be back after this. No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Playing pick-em contests versus other people for the shot of winning 250 k plus in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house and 20 times your entry if you hit all your picks. How can you not do that? Not hit all your picks, but how can you not take that opportunity? Bet on up to five player prop over-unders, individual player matchups across every major sports league, you know, NFL, 
MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Sign up now with the promo code SGPN at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app and get first deposit match up to $25. Check out No House Advantage today. Experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but it's where you play, and you don't want to miss out on this, which is big because daily fantasy used to be a rigged game for MIT poker heads that have these algorithms and, you know, simulators, and you, you just couldn't win. So now, now at least that's calmed down a bit. That, those were the funny uh, DraftKings and those. Remember when they FanDuel and those ads just dominated TV for like a fucking year? And it was like guys in jerseys. Like, hey, why can't I win a million dollars? Because you can't because it's rigged. Anyway, <laughs> that's all changed now with no house advantage. See? I see, how I see how I tied that back into a positive thing for our sponsors. Now watch what I do with promoguy.us or US. Promoguy.us is the best place to go if you're interested in plus EV betting strategies and making consistent profits from sports betting. Here I was just just shitting on these on these eggheads who uh, dominate this rig game, and here's the things for them. So I probably should have read ahead. Anyway, they've got daily updates on odds boosts and huge cash bonuses from all the major sports books. Their bet tracker shows an average ROI. That's return of interest for us gamblers who try to act like this is a legitimate business of 25%. And they got a VIP discord group that puts even deeper plus EV analytics right at your fingertips. I got to say, we've been looking at their daily promo updates and they're some of the most informative in the game. Not going to lie. They don't simply tell you what team is probable to win, but where you'll get the best odds, which is most important, how to track down and cash in big, constantly changing promotions, you know? So if you're not already using some mathematical models, and you probably are to help with your picks. Yeah, they know I'm not. You are missing out on an insanely valuable tool. And the best part of all, it's a promo guys run by a small team of passionate sports fans dedicated to building a well-informed, better community, better betting community. And that's all we want. Go to promoguide.us. Check out their 100% track, transparent, and proven method of betting smarter. Once again, with promoguide.us, consistently get consistency. And that gives you profit. Transparency is important. This is no, uh, you know, old school Brandon Lang tout line where they put two phone numbers out there and disconnect the one that loses. Although I kind of admire that trick. Now on to Sleeper. Sleeper's the fastest growing fantasy platform with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league out there. I use it for mine. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now you could win on Sleeper by playing their new over-under game. Over-under is integrated into fantasy, you say? Yep. First sports contest game built into the fantasy experience. Now you can enter a contest via over-under itself. You can also do through your fantasy league's matchup screen. Mahomes is your fantasy quarterback. And not only do you think you're going to win your matchup, but you're confident he's going to hit his over 250. You parlay that. So it's an in-game parlay with fantasy, which I kind of like because fantasy, I used to think for, for used to be for coward gamblers. You know, it's a coward way to gamble. But now they integrate it perfectly. And then I never realized not when I you can lose money anyway. And smart knows people have reasonable lives, unlike myself. But the main reason I'm excited about Over Under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contests and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks with a tap of a button, and it's insanely funny to ride it out. Insanely fun to ride it out together. And they have college football player props too, not just NFL. Those are fun props. College football player props. Holy lord. I'm starting to really enjoy college football because it's getting worse and worse, the quality of it. And that's why I like, I love, this is what I love about college football. I love when there's a great like running back that's way better than everyone on the field or any player on the field. 
Usually you get that with Alabama, but like you're starting to get that everywhere now. So get college football player props. That's amazing. On your mobile phone app, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com SGP. Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Promo code SGP. Again, go to sleeper.com SGP. You'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. All right. That was that. That was a lot of reading. Anyway, we are back here in the bottom line bombs. Only one game in. So we're going to have to really, uh, really push this thing, I guess. I'm exhausted. I probably should read less and make it more my own, right? No one's listening at this point anyway. I am. Let's get on to number two, Denver. We, already, we just talked about Denver. We might as well parlay that in. Speaking of which. They lost. I mean, see, this is what I'm like. Another big spread. They're laying 10. A lot of own one teams are laying huge numbers. They're laying 10 at home to Houston. Um, Houston tied versus Colts. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, Denver should have won, of course, at Seattle. Amazing. An amazing. Even worse than Vrabel. Even worse than Vrabel, Tennessee, of fucking up that clock there at the end. Uh, their new coach, Hackett. He, they're driving down. They're down by one point, and they're uh, they're driving down. Russell Wilson, you could see it's the storyline was there. Russell Wilson back to Seattle, getting booed by those Philly Seattle fans. He's going to drive them down for the field, winning field goal or touchdown, whatever it is, and go home on hours. Wait, thank you. Just like just like Brady did in New England. You know, he was being a gentleman last year. Whatever. I'm not going to come up and destroy you guys, but I want to do something at the end that's fun and win the game and. uh Give you guys one last memory of why you hate me. There's a minute to go. They have all three timeouts. And they let 40 seconds run off famously down to 20 seconds. And then they call a timeout and attempt a 64-yard field goal in Seattle. Or 68, wherever the fuck. It was going to be the second longest field goal of all time. You could have done a you could have done a million things there. Anything but that decision. All right, you don't want to use your timeouts? Fine. I get it. Run a play. But in this case, you miss it. You'll have all three for defense so you can get the ball back. Fine. If you're going to use a timeout, then use it <laughs> with a minute to go so you can think about it, whatever. Then run a play and get the first down. Don't run the clock all the way down, then call a timeout, and then say, all right, you know what? Fuck it. Field goal. Our kicker said he can kick it from there. Should we have listened to him? No. I... You know how many things I say I can do that I realize I cannot do as soon as they say, okay, go ahead and do it. One, this show, picks, everything. Sure, I can kick it from there, coach. Oh, you really want me to do it? Oh, oh, I did not expect that because that would be insane. That'd be nonsense. You know you have Russell Wilson out there, right? You just gave him $200 million. You just did for to get five yards. You know, it's funny. And then after the game, um, so he misses the kick, obviously. <laughs> I mean, no doubt about it. He misses the kick. They lose. Seattle wins the game. And then afterwards, they asked Russell Wilson, hey, you think that's the right decision? Which it wasn't uh, to kick that field goal and not let you get five yards. And he, being a company man, new team, understandable. Russell Wilson, great, great business, great, great face for your organization. He's like, oh, yeah, sure. I'm not the coach. I believe in coach. I believe in our kicker. Could have done it. He just missed it. He was close to making it, but. You know, and that's the thing. And then uh, on the flight back to Denver, 
they realized on Twitter and online that that, that script um, did not test well with audiences. So they came up with a new script, and uh, <clears throat> Hackett had to come out and say, yeah, this is our new... Uh, now you're going to have to say, we do not agree with that decision, and I was wrong. Can you say that for us? Say, I was wrong, and that way we can move, probably move on with the year. And that's what he did. He goes, well, first he's like, I was right. Then they're like, yeah, no, that's not going to work, uh, according to these study groups. So now he came out and says, yeah, we were wrong. I probably should have went for it. And Russell Wilson's like, oh, is that what we're doing now? Okay, fine. Sure, we're doing it. Um, yeah. All right, fine. Um, yeah, we should have went for it. I just love, I love a flip flop like that and just an absolute <laughs> fucking. I mean, none of them believe anything. They're, they're, they're being told what to say, and I get it. Whatever. And apparently, but the, which is I like to see that Denver's a good team. They're going to be very good, and you could tell even then that it's a tough place to play. It was weird conditions. They're coming home into Mile High, and they get a Houston team <clears throat> that's not good, but they play much better at home than they do on the road. Uh, they're going to be better than people think. They tied the Colts. They probably should have won the game, but for some reason in the offseason, they hired Lovey Smith to be their head coach for no reason. Nobody was asking for Lovey Smith to get an NFL job again. That was not even a thing. Jesse Jackson couldn't believe that they hired Lovey Smith. Like I said last week, him and Dusty Baker, and I love Dusty Baker. I love Lovey Smith, and I love Dusty Baker as people. They're both down in Houston. Just they must be they must be going to dinner and going, why, why are we here? They should switch, like I said last week, they should switch for the month of September. Lovey, go coach the Astros. Dusty, come on, coach the Texans. What's the difference? Come playoff time in October, go back, whatever, switch it up. See if anyone notices. Lovey Smith in that white beard. Oh, man, he's hilarious. He's loud. He's like, he's rocking the fucking dad from good times. Look, and he's just amazing. And he comes back, and he's bringing back those old 90s plays. He, first of all, he went for the tie in overtime by punting the ball on like fourth and three from the 38. <laughs> and he said, yeah, go for the tie. Be ashamed to come all this way and lose, which you know what? I am not going to kill him for that. I don't even think that's that bad of a bad of call. He did, what he did before was even worse. They were up. They blew a 17 point lead. They were killing the Colts and they let the Colts back in. They had a fourth and three, like from the 35 or 37 or something like that. They could have done a lot of things except for what lovey did. The old school rule, which pe- coaches don't even do anymore. Did they kick a field goal? No. Okay. He's from his time when 50 yard field goals meant something like 50 home runs. They don't mean anything like that. Now you can kick that easily. Uh, you try to draw them off sides. That's kind of a chiseler move, but it can be done. No, you go for it. Which would all the analytics say to do now? Now he, what he did was an old school. Just take the penalty, take a five yard delay a game. So you're, Hunter has room to punt. Give your kicker more room so we can do an old coffin corner kick, which is a problematic terminology they don't use anymore. What? You take the five yards to punt up? <laughs> yeah, I want to make my punter more comfortable. Punters can do whatever they want now. They can hit scoreboards. You do anything but that, Lovey Smith. I love it. Punt to tie. Punt to tie. Anyway, so they're going to come in after that tie, after that big home opener tie, and then they're going to go over to uh, they're going to go to Denver, Mile High Stadium, and I think the Broncos get right after that ridiculous Seattle game, and uh, finally Hackett's going to look across and see someone, someone he can out coach. Like I make bad decisions, but at least my decisions are from the two thousands. Lovey Smith is bringing old school. You, I mean, he was in Utah. <laughs> 
University of Illinois was awful there. And then all of a sudden he's head coach of the fucking Texans. What? All right. All right, let's move on. So that's your second bottom line bomb. Another big line, Denver Broncos, minus 10. Detonate it. <laughs> that's a long bomb effect. That really was a long. Well, you got it minus 10. You got to fucking do it. You got to, got to, got to do it. Um, if you get that line, by the way. If you get that line, I say, all right, let's move on to the new bomb. Um, this is uh, this is going to be a gross one. This is going to be a hold your breath one. This is going to be a, you might as well go watch a movie one. This is my third bottom line bomb of the five in the Circuit Front Five contest, which you can follow online, circusports.com. Uh, they have the standings. CJ Bombs. I play all these for the contest. I'm not just saying shit, which I am, but. I said earlier that we uh, we're going to talk. We're going to take teams getting a lot of points that shouldn't be getting. Well, they should be getting points, but they looked bad week one, and they're playing an opponent that looked good, and then the line's a little out of whack. So I like to take some dogs that shouldn't be getting these many points. There's a couple contenders I had for this. One was Arizona getting five and a half versus the Raiders. I like that. It's a lean. I'm not going to take it just because they might be an absolute nightmare. Arizona. They mean Kyler Murray. I watched him quit on that. Playoff game last year, Rams. I was at that game, and whoo, that was interesting. Um, but I do like Arizona. I'm not going to take them. Um, there's a couple more of those that uh, almost made the cut. But this is I want to I want to I like to go for one gross absolute because that's how you win the NFL. You got to take gross bets. You got to hold your nose and uh, go watch a movie instead. Go watch. Uh, I watched uh, Bad Lieutenant, New Orleans. Last night, sequel, or not even a sequel or a reboot or whatever with Nicolas Cage. Amazing. Nicolas Cage is insane. I don't believe anything he does as a character, but just watching Nicolas Cage is great. Well, anyway, take watch it up. Bad Lieutenant New Orleans. So it's so crazy. They even said it's not a sequel. It's not a reboot. What the fuck is it? Why use the word Bad Lieutenant in the title? Anyway, Harvey Keitel in the original. We have New York Jets, Cleveland Browns in maybe the ugliest, most disgusting game of the week. That's why we're going to get right in the middle. That's why we're going to make it a bomb. And you had the Browns who uh, beat my Carolina Panthers, which was my car bomb of the week last week. Good for them. So now the people are up on them. Like, oh, the Browns might not be that. They have Jacoby Brissett, a quarterback. And they're laying six and a half this week at home. Jacoby Brissett should not be laying a touchdown ever at any point, no matter the competition, semi-pro, arena, XFL, Certainly not to an NFL team, which the Jets technically are. They got smoked last week at home versus Baltimore, but we already covered that, how that was that's a bad situation for them. They were going up against Harbaugh, who's a known asshole from a family of assholes. You knew he was going to fuck up New York's 9-11 tribute because that's the kind of dick he is. Then you have the Jets coach, Robert Sally, whatever, Sal Saleh, whatever, from San Francisco. He's a hard, People love this guy. He had some crazy speech afterwards. He, he, he's angry because they lose. The Jets lose. The Jets always lose. But I like catching him, catching him off a loss like this. This is getting way too many points. And he goes, we're keeping receipts. That's what he said. Because everyone's writing us off. We're not writing back. Not to take a Geno Smith line, but he goes, but trust me, we're going to be back. We're going to, we, we, he, <laughs> he installed confidence by saying we weren't that bad. Really? We watched the game. I know, but we weren't that bad. 
Trust me. And we're keeping receipts on everyone who's talked shit about us. Well, in New York, I bet you that receipts are pretty long. You got a CVS-sized receipt. One of those funny memes, you know? One of those costumes of a, a wall, Walgreens receipt, a CVS receipt. Because you're keeping receipts, Robert. Yeah, you, you were terrible. But you went to the 9-11 bus. And I kind of get it. And if you look into the numbers, they weren't. They, they did play Baltimore kind of tough. This score was bad. It was, even though the Joe Flacco revenge game didn't happen, like I said, the revenge game usually has um, usually works out the other way. Yeah, Baltimore didn't want you. Right. Correct. What's worse was uh, the Jets did want you. That was much more troubling. Anyway, uh, but I don't mind Flacco. I think I mean, yeah, he can't move back there, but they're playing the Browns. And uh, getting six and a half is a lot. It's just, it really is. Jacoby Brissett, I mean, my goodness. He, I can't, it was all Kareem Hunt. They, they, they were up big on Carolina and then should have lost, not should have lost the game, but they got some calls. And I mean, they, they won the game. I'll give them credit. They won the game, but uh, they tried to lose it. And they, Carolina took the lead and they woke up, <laughs> woke up Baker Mayfield. That's an actual thing I just said. Um, so anyway, the Jets, the Jets getting six and a half. It's not going to be pretty. Hold your nose. Go watch a movie. Go watch uh, Bad Lieutenant New Orleans. Whatever it is. <clears throat> on uh, Fubo. I think it was on Fubo or Pluto. One of those streaming apps. And we're going to take the New York Jets and we're going to bring the receipts to Coach Sally. We're going to take six and a half and just hope they can uh, lose nine to three. That's what we're literally, I'm literally hoping the Jets lose this game nine to three. And the bomb will hit. So detonate this terrible, terrible napalm bomb. Jets plus six and a half. Good God. Hold on. <laughs> even, even my sound effect didn't want to go off for that Jets pick. It's like, really? Are you serious? You sure you don't want to go back to Arizona? I'm sure. Just in case Vegas is that team. Although I don't, I don't believe in Vegas's offensive line. All right, one more. Uh, we'll go back, and we we got two more bombs to go. So we'll be right back after this, and then uh, and we'll wrap it up. Maybe a little take on uh, some TV take, some in the biz take. Anyway, we'll be right back after this. After I tell you about Run Your Pool, introducing Run Your Pool VIP, a brand new subscription service from Run Your Pool. It helps you get that extra edge against the books. Run Your Pool is great, by the way. I do March Madness, Survivor Pools, all kinds of shit. And I run your pool. It's great. So if we have an exclusive week one and two pools with guaranteed $5,000 payouts, as well as season-long pools with a guaranteed 100 k payout. <clears throat> so you get exclusive data with your weekly game picks, premium content like in-depth guides for how to dominate your pools, and exclusive swag. So if you're a serious sports fan, use code SGPNVIP at runyourpool.com backslash VIP. Get 50% off your first month of Run Your Pool. VIP. That's code SGPN VIP at runyourpool.com VIP sports gambling podcast network.com. So, wow. Now they have a premium. Everyone has a premium. What about odds trader? Do they have a premium? I don't know, but I like odds trader. This one I use too. I didn't say actually, I almost used the word actually. I like when, when uh, radio hosts say that. Oh, I actually like this one. Like it surprised them. Their ad reads. <clears throat> yeah, of course you do. They give it to you for free. I don't. I actually pay for this. What is Odds Trader, you say? 
And I say, off of paper, odds traders play it's a place to compare odds from all major sports books. You have to shop around. You know when people tell you to shop around for a right number? Well, odds trader does that for you. How 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 else am I gonna shop around? Yeah, let me push my grocery cart down the fucking strip in Las Vegas and shop around for the best number. No, you get odds trader. They'll shop around for you. Compare to different sign-up codes and promos from sports books to get the best deal. The app provides player stats, key game stats, injuries, weather, which is huge for betters. So you don't have to deal with that Chicago nonsense and you can get Darnell Mooney out of your lineups and all the wall and whatnot. It has a bet tracker so betters can keep records of all your games and betting activity. Got handicapping, play-by-play updates, live scores, bet tracking, player stats, key game stats, game day weather. Go to oddstrader.com backslash blue wire. It's the number one site for all your game day bets. And that's it. That's all you're going to hear from me as far as the man goes. And we are back here in the bottom line bombs. That was painless. That was painless. Now let's get into the meat and gritty. So far we've given out three of the five bottom line bombs. We've given out uh, San Francisco minus eight and a half Denver minus 10. What was the last one of the Jets? I've already tried to forget in my mind. Jets plus six and a half. I love it. I love it. Watch. I'm going to go one and four, and the Jets will be the only one that hits. I guarantee you that. All right. Let's get to a couple good teams now. Now we're going to get to a couple great teams here. Our fourth bomb of the week is Tampa Bay versus New Orleans. Divisional rival. In New Orleans, the line is two and a half. Tampa Bay is favored by. That is a short line for Tampa Bay, and it's tempting you to take Tampa Bay. Tom Brady, minus two and a half? Anytime you get under a field goal, why not? All I got to do is basically win the game. But then you're like, well, wait a minute. They have Tom Brady has a terrible track record in New Orleans. The Saints get after the quarterback, and, and Tampa Bay has a lot of injuries in the offensive line. Godwin just got hurt, too. I don't give a fuck. I'm not taking the I'm not taking James Winston and the Saints and whoever this new coach. This is not the same Saints team. People are really high on the Saints this year because they have a lot of value and they do whatever, blah, 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 for to win that division or four to one or whatever it was. They're not beating fucking Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay came back. Last week I gave out Dallas over Tampa Bay because Tom Brady took off for two weeks and that was a fun thing to say and didn't, didn't give a reason. And then we found out it was very Giselle based. There was, there was uh, trouble in paradise with Tom Brady and Giselle. And how do we know this? Dallas uh, came out and said, well, we haven't had a security detail yet for Giselle. I don't think she's coming to the game. And that became a huge story. How do you know Giselle's not coming to the game? Because they have to clear that like three months in advance. She's just like an ambassador. A Brazilian model comes in with her kids. You're goddamn right. We don't want her coming, <laughs> coming through the main entrance in Dallas, Fort Worth. Some goddamn shit kickers yelling at Giselle. No, we got to helicopter her in. We got we to sneak her in like she's the president. So that never happened. Giselle didn't go to the game. Apparently, Giselle, I, so I put out that Giselle and them were, uh, didn't want Tom Brady hanging around. That's why he got out of retirement uh, while everyone joked that he didn't want to be around the family. Maybe you guys were right. Maybe he didn't want to be around the family because apparently Giselle's upset that he is playing because, you know, she wants her husband home in a dangerous sport. First of all, it is a dangerous sport, Giselle. No, no doubt about that. But no one's allowed to hit Tom Brady. You're, don't worry. You're... <laughs> the social distancing was in, in place already before COVID when it came to Tom Brady. You'll get 15-yard penalty if you come within six feet of Tom Brady. He was the original COVID QB. 
So now Brady's on Brady's on his retirement tour now. He's definitely he cannot not play again and go home to just and go and expect Giselle to be home. She is a billion dollar model. And Giselle wants us to work. She's one of those rare wives who like she she'd lose money if this divorce happens. She makes plenty more money than Brady. Good for her. Although that'd be a legendary would Tom Brady be if he divorced Giselle and took her money. Oh my God. He's already uh fuck him. Anyway. So this retirement tour, this is one of the dragons he needs to slay. That's beating the Saints, beating New Orleans in New Orleans. And this isn't Sean Payton. It's not Drew Brees. It's Jameis Winston. And if he's going to lose, it's not going to be to a guy like that. Whoever the coach is, Dennis Allen. What, is that a real name? Is that a real person? Dennis Allen is a Saints coach? Hi, I'm Dennis Allen. Louisiana law. <laughs> not even Louisiana. It sounds like an accountant. He looks like an accountant, too. There's no, they should have lost in Atlanta, but I, wouldn't, I won't put too much of that against them. Atlanta's a horrible team, but, you know, that's a rivalry. That's a whole freak that goes on down there. Like, that, the, the crowds are nuts for those Atlanta the Saints games. My God. The main reason, though, uh, before I say it, people just eat. It's, it, that's lazy handicapping. Say, well, the Saints, the Tampa Bay does bad versus Saints. Yeah, they do. And it's a tough game. There's a reason why, too. First of all, the Saints were great teams. And playing in New Orleans is a really tough home field advantage. But this is the time to do it. Early on, if the Saints would have lost that game versus Atlanta, I'd be a little more hesitant. But I love that they won that game and they shouldn't have. Now Tampa Bay's coming and laying less than a field goal. Minus two and a half. And this Tampa Bay team... Yeah, they are a little injured, but they're different. They got a, they did a coaching change for the better. They got Todd Bowles coaching now, who's a defensive-minded uh, coach, obviously. His de- their defense looked great versus Dallas. I think they might have the best defense in the league. But they finally got Bruce Arians where he belongs. He's up in the suite. He's like director of Tommy Bahama shirts or Kangol fucking hats and inappropriate, age-inappropriate earrings. <laughs> What's Bruce Arians do? What, what's he, does he have a job up there? They should show him up there, and he's wearing these Hawaiian shirts and can't like. You should be hitting on divorcees on a cruise ship somewhere, Arians. Not, not in my booth up there in Dallas. He was just up there in part of Jay. He was sitting in Giselle's seat. Is what he was doing. Anyway, now they have Todd Bowles in here, and then he got that defense flying. And I'm pretty sure he will handle Jameis Winston. Kamara might be hurt. Or suspended from jumping a guy in a Las Vegas elevator. Also not his fault. You don't get into an elevator with Alvin Kamara in Las Vegas. You, you don't jump in anybody's elevator in Las Vegas. You don't know what they're coming from off the casino floor. They might have just they might have just got soaked for an $800,000 marker. I'm not joining anyone's fucking elevator in Las Vegas. Go up on your own. I'll get the next one. Thank you very much. I'm not going to do any chit-chat on the way to the floor. Hey, did you win out there? Did you get lucky? Can you all use your key to get the room? My thing won't scan to get the room access 36. No, let Alvin Kamara take that elevator up. You're going to get stomped. And that's exactly what happens. But he's not going to get suspended, but he might be hurt. Anyway, Tampa Bay, minus two and a half. The, re- the retirement tour. <laughs> they will beat Jameis Winston here. Minus two. You got to take it. Although, yeah, you got to take it. Um. I was getting excited about that Alvin Kamara story. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Alvin Kamara, <laughs> there's a there's got to be video of. There's always there is video because it's fucking it's Vegas. There's video. There's always video. And there's always elevator video. Ooh, that's some elevator video is never good. There's never a positive elevator video. Not even in loving an elevator. The Aerosmith hit from the 
from the 90s. And that was made up. Even that footage was a little weird. It was there were pointing and winking. There was midgets involved and like uh, a lot of problematic loving in elevators. But anyway, anytime you see an elevator video footage, you got a Ray Rice is terrible. You got uh, Beyonce's sister, Solon J, beating up Jay-Z. A lot of violence in elevators. And if you, if, if you see elevator footage on the news, it's going to be violent. And some dude uh, got in Alvin Kamara's elevator at 3 a.m. You're going to get fucking crushed. That's what's going to happen. And he might get suspended, I think, next year, which which uh, I don't even know how that works. Yeah, can you see if we're good this year, then suspend it next year? All right, we'll do that. We'll wait till Sean Payton comes back. Anyway, point is, Tampa Bay, Giselle made an announcement. She wants Tom back. Tom's like, all right, let me just handle this. I got to get a few things done, get my ducks in a row. Detonate this bomb. Bomb number four. Tampa Bay minus two and a half in New Orleans. Bad lieutenant style. Nicholas Cage. Not a reboot. Not a sequel. Val Kilmer's in that bad lieutenant reboot, by the way, too. It was, it was fun to see Val Kilmer. Maybe the last thing he was in before the new Maverick. Val Kilmer uh, not doing well. God bless him. His throat cancer. Couldn't even speak. They didn't care. They put him in a movie anyway. Meanwhile, Kelly, Kelly McGillis uh, gained 30 pounds, so they won't return her calls. She can't make the new Top Gun movie. Because she aged appropriately like a human being. Val Kilmer can't speak. That Whatever. They prop him up like Weekend at Bernie's, and they fucking just... <laughs> they slap peanut butter on his gums and have him manipulate the words uh, Iceman, like Mr. Ed. <laughs> All right. Getting off topic. Let's do the last bomb. Bomb number five. And it's another great team that lost week one, as predicted. Green Bay Packers minus 10 versus the Bears. This, this one seems almost too... This one, this one seems like we've seen this before so many times. That's, that's my only pause with the Packers minus 10 here versus the Bears. Last week, last year, Packers got blown out versus the Saints opener. Then they came week two, crushed Detroit or whoever it was, or the Bears, whatever. At home. That's just what they do. They lost to the Vikings, as predicted here, to the bombs last week. Aaron Rodgers, first bomb, first pass of the game, drop touchdown by Watson, and he just gives him that look. Like, Rodgers is really, I'm really starting to enjoy him. I'm, I'm, I'm so up and down with Rodgers. I'm really starting to enjoy him. He, and he just gives a look like, this is it. Well, I'm not going to win this game because of that. Like, he's, like, he's holding them responsible. Just despite them, I'm not going to play good in the rest of the game. So, fuck this. That's it. God bless Aaron Rodgers. I mean, this seems like this already happened before. Like, we're in a simulation. Maybe he, uh, I'm sure Rodgers saw it in probably one of his Ayuska trips. He said that last week. I said, uh, as I was talking about Rodgers, and he talks, brags about that, all the drugs he does, those Ayuska, whatever. Fucking, I'm still not going to pronounce it right. I got a lot of calls, or not calls, emails after last week's show about the proper way to pronounce Ayahuasca. And how it's different than the drug DMT. Those are those are a lot of fun people. Actually, man, it's pronounced how you use it. It's Peruvian, and you got to him. Fuck off. It's just, why does every drug have to be a communal experience now? And you have to go. To, you have to go through therapy and have a guide do a fucking sphere, do a sound bath. How about how about I pay you for the drugs? You give me the drugs. I get whacked out of my mind. 
lose my fucking brain for a while. Then I come back to society and go back to work on Monday. How about we do that? Why do we gotta? Why do I have to talk about my demons and uh, past traumas and rookie ride receivers? <laughs> oh, that one was for me. I think that was that really made me laugh. Um, Anyway, so the Packers, uh, they lost to the Vikings, and the Bears come in uh, off a win, like we already mentioned, off that field. You had Mike March criticizing Justin Fields. See, Mike March criticizing Justin Fields was even funnier than the Trey Lance one because that really seemed personal. That was the whole, like, dishwasher thing. But, like, and they won the game. He's like, ah, the fact that he won the game just proves that he's worse than I thought. What? Doesn't even make any sense. But I like Justin Fields. Young quarterback. Charming fella. That slide he did into the end zone was awesome. Into the rain. It was great to watch, you know. I mean, if I'm a Bears fan, which I'm not, but I'd play lived many years in Chicago. I don't root against the Bears. I like Justin Fields, but this line is not good. His offensive line is not good. And uh the Packers are an angry team. It's a get right team, like I said. I don't I just want to wrap this up. I don't even want to get too into the the, Bear, the Bears have no chance. Absolutely no. This is what happens. I mean, it's lazy dismissal, handicapping to say, well, that's what the Packers do. They uh, Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears, which he does. I mean, there's something to it. They do it every fucking time, and they're going to do it again. Ten is a big number for a team that might not be right, but I think the receivers will be fine. Um, yeah. Whatever. If it was, if it was versus the Vikings, the Bears are not good. They're going to be one on one. This is it. This take your acid, take your DMTs, go through all your traumas of your Don Mikowskis and your Mark Chimuras. Take the Packers minus ten. That's your Irish car bomb detonation game of the week. Uh, DMT Ayushka. Take a guide. Yeah, if you, I'll be your guide. I'll be your. I'll be your bottom line bomb guide. Get your drugs. Bet Packers minus 10. Is that at night, by the way? Anyway, let me detonate this bomb real quick. That's Packers minus 10. Um, that was it. That's the five car bomb. Let me recap it real quick. Five Irish car bombs or bottom line bombs of the week. San Francisco minus eight and a half versus Seattle. Lay the wood there. Um, with Denver minus 10 versus Houston. Another lay of the wood. Just big lines this week. Oh, I, I, I'm not afraid of them. Jets plus six and a half. Ooh, yikes. Turn your head away from the screen for that one. But we'll take Jets plus six and a half. Um, then Tampa Bay minus two and a half, a manageable number at New Orleans. And Green Bay minus 10. Those are five bombs. You can do it right there. Survivor, like we said, we got knocked out. Week one, got a $1,000 hat. Shout out to Paulie Howard. Oh, look at this guy. <laughs> Kidding me? Rodgers, Gino Smith covered nine times in a row. Hmm, nothing to show for. Love Paul. I'd follow the money on Vison. Um, if you are in a survivor contest, if you are one of the lucky ones to survive the carnage of week one, uh, I have no problem with the Packers versus the Bears. That should be easy. Bengals. Love people like that one. They're like seven and a half to Dallas with Dak Prescott out. You are like about that. Uh, <laughs> the Bengals lost a lot of survivors as well week one. They lost to some bad kickers. They, Evan McPherson is their kicker. I have a thing with NFL kickers. I, res, I stand up for kickers a lot because they get no respect in the league. And they're like, ah, people, like the NFL just hates kickers. They, they change the kicking rules. They want it to make them hard. They, they, they hate how effeminate kicking is and how it makes them like how, and how much they're relied upon in the game. They're like 30% of all the points. 
But I don't like when kickers become cocky. And the Bengals, that Bengals kicker is cocky. Make money, make money, McFears, whatever the fuck his name is. You watched a halftime show in the Super Bowl. He missed, but you know what's funny about it? He missed, uh, he missed a 29 yarder in overtime. He missed two in overtime. He missed an extra point to get to overtime. It was blocked. It wasn't his fault. But then he missed two in overtime. And they lost to Pittsburgh. One was from 29 yards. And they blame it on the new long snapper, which, okay, great. I love how specialist they are. If one thing is fr- a fraction off, because their long snapper got hurt and there was no backup. That's another thing in the NFL. There's never a backup kicker or a backup long snapper. It's the most, probably the most important, play, next to the quarterback, most important positions on the fucking team. You don't have a backup? These kickers can, can drill it from 65 yards. The second they get hurt in the game, it's just panic. They're like, okay, let's find the biggest lineman we have that can tow the ball 20 yards. You're 300 pounds. Put all your weight into this thing. Do you, have you ever kicked a ball before? You ever moved your foot? No one else can long snap on your roster is what I'm trying to say. Anyway, those snaps went high and uh, they missed kicks. How, I mean, how perfect do you need a snap to be? Kick a fucking 29-yard field goal. They're like pitchers in baseball. Like They'll do anything. They, they pitch and that's it. That's why I love John Lester. I don't cover first. I don't throw over to first. I don't field bunts. I don't do shit, but pitch the ball amazing. And that's what these kickers are. I don't know. If that snap is high, forget it. I'm not, I'm shanking it. I'm not even going to come close kicking it. But if it's perfect, I'm kicking it 70 yards right through the fucking middle. So if you had a Bengals, sorry. You didn't you had a you got fucked if I know Joe Burrow have a bad game, but they don't have anyone on their 53-man roster who can snap the ball seven yards backwards. Apparently, that's an impossible ask of an NFL professional athlete to snap the ball through their legs seven yards. Oh, my God. We will. Are, mm-hmm. That's it for the bottom line bombs, I think. We should wrap it up. That's an hour, right? I mean, we don't need any more of this. I was going to get into uh, a thing with Aaron Nolan. Do I like Aaron Nolan? I like all these people on TV now because there's a lot of TV jobs with gambling. Um. God bless them. God bless any of these people making money. But they did. They do a favorite thing. Where I love it. I feel like I'm talking to fans here almost. We're like, what is, for their daily wager show on ESPN? Like, what's the bet for Monday Night Football? First Monday Night Football bet. And she's like, well, no, no bet for me. I, no bet. My bet. My play is no play because the line moved. You could have got it in the summer. It was at four in the summer. Now it's six and a half. Or it was up all summer. Up all summer. What the fuck are you talking about? What? The Sharps got into something great. Well, not all of us live in Vegas. Some of us go to work and we come home. And we want to bet on Monday Night Football and have a beer. You should have gotten the summer. Yeah, I was taking my kids to soccer practice. I was trying to live in the summer. Sorry, I wasn't putting my bankroll into the goddamn Seahawk game in June. Get in the summer. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks for telling me when the Sharps got it. I love what I tell you what the books need. The books need the books need the bears to cover. Oh, give a fuck what the books need. Oh, why am I so angry? I'm just a man talking to a microphone in a room by himself, and I'm just so angry. Why? Because I went two and three in the Tennessee Titans. Couldn't last past week one. Mike Vrabel calls a timeout after going out of bounds in 18 seconds and minus three yards. Oh, boy. All right. I am CJ Sullivan. Like I said, follow me at CJ Sullivan was taken on Instagram. That's for the thing. CJSullivanComedy.com is also a website you can go to. Blackout Diaries, another podcast I do on 
Starburns Audio. I probably shouldn't be promoting another network, although they don't do gambling ones. This is my passion project here on the Sports Game. I love the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Sean Green and the boys, and thank you for everyone. Um, all right, you know what? I'm just rambling. Like I, I'll probably be here for another five hours rambling if I don't if I don't hit a bomb sound effect. Let's hit a bomb sound effect. Let's get to winners. Let's go five and zero oh and get back in this thing. Circus Sports Contest.